You're listening to a podcast from Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church. This is the sermon recording from this week's service, but first, here are the readings. Our first reading is taken from Jeremiah chapter 14. Although our iniquities testify against us, act, O Lord, for your name's sake. Our apostasies indeed are many, and we have sinned against you. O hope of Israel, its saviour in time of trouble, why should you be like a stranger in the land, like a traveller turning aside for the night? Why should you be like someone confused, like a mighty warrior who cannot give help? Yet you, O Lord, are in the midst of us, and we are called by your name. Do not forsake us. Thus says the Lord concerning this people, Truly, they have loved to wander, they have not restrained their feet. Therefore, the the law does not accept them. Now he will remember their iniquity and punish their sins. The Lord said to me, Do not pray for the welfare of this people. Although they fast, I do not hear their cry. And although they offer burnt offerings and grain offerings, I do not accept them. But by the sword, by famine, And by pestilence I consume them. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, here are the prophets saying to them, You shall not see the sword, nor shall you have famine, but I will give you true peace in this place. And the Lord said to me, The prophets are prophesying lies in my name. I did not send them nor did I command them or speak to them. They are prophesying you a lying vision, worthless divination, and the deceit of their own minds. Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning the prophets who prophesy in my name, though I did not send them, and who say, sword and famine shall not come on this land, By sword and famine, those prophets shall be consumed. This is the word of the Lord. A reading from the Gospel of Luke. He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, was praying thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. 
I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even look up to heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, said Jesus, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. You're listening to a podcast from Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church. And now for this week's sermon. I'd like to start by making a confession. My confession is that when I realised I was preaching and I looked at tonight's theme of sincerity and hypocrisy, I thought, which idiot chose that as a theme? And then I realised it was me. Let us pray. Loving Lord, may your spirit guide my words and touch the hearts and minds of those who hear them. Amen. I'd like to share quite a a personal story. It was whilst I was training um, for priesthood, and a friend of mine who was a couple of years above me uh, was due to get ordained that summer and said, look, before I go into parish, I'd like a holiday. Would you fancy going to Spain for a week? I jumped at the chance. Just before we were due to go, we got news from the hospital that my mum had a lump on her ovary and they said it was potentially very serious and she needed to go straight into hospital. I then contacted my friend and said, look, I can't go away. The, the week we're due to be away is the week of my mum's operation. And somehow my mum managed to coax me around and said she'd be absolutely fine. I could phone on the day. Um, my friend said, look, we'll offer mass every day for her. Go away. So we did. On the Wednesday, I got a phone call from Dad saying everything had gone really well. The lump was benign. She was doing really well. She was in recovery. She was fantastic. So there was a great sense of relief. So that night, um, early evening, I said to my friend, look, I'm just going to go off and I want to be by myself and I want to go and say some prayers. And I went down to the beach and it was one of those perfect settings. The sea was calm. It was a full moon, the stars were just coming out, and it was warm still. And I sat on the beach, and I began to pray like this. Lord, thank you for bringing me here. Thank you for the wonders of your creation. But as you walked on the shore with the man, and we saw two footprints, come and be with me now. And suddenly, there was a presence 
just at my side. And it was a strong, calming presence. And my prayer continued. Thank you for coming, Lord. Can you go away now, please? Um, I'm really struggling. No, seriously, please, go away. And slowly the presence went. I opened my eyes, and I was off the beach faster than Hussein Bolt. And I was upset for a while. Somebody training for priesthood. Somebody who loved God. And then the first encounter in prayer of a real closeness to God. I couldn't go, and I ran. And I couldn't understand why. And it took me a long, long time to understand. But one of the scripture references that really resonated for me was that account of Adam and Eve after they'd taken the apple and they hid from God. And God was walking in the garden looking for them and they didn't dare come out. And then God says, well, why? Well, we were naked. The essence of prayer is to come before God completely as we are. And the God of creation looks at us and sees all our faults, our dark side, as well as our good. And that is utterly terrifying. And that's why we spend millions on prayer books every year. We do pilgrimages, we do so many different things. We're busy talking about prayer, we're busy doing it. But actually, all God calls us is a sincere relationship with him. To come completely as we are and to surrender ourselves to the love of God. And until we can do that, as terrifying as it is, we can't have that relationship with the Creator, whether you see him as a God, as man, as woman, as just a being of love, whatever it is. Unless we can come and just be ourselves, we can't have that relationship. It's interesting because our first reading tonight, Jeremiah, often known as the weeping prophet, because he was the one at a great crisis for the Jewish people. They'd become complacent. They took God for granted and did everything they wanted without really following his ways. And suddenly, they were invaded. Jerusalem, the gift God had given them, was gone. And they were then exiles in a foreign land. And they were questioning themselves, was it us? How could God be so unfaithful to us? And the prophets were going, God won't let us down. Even now, he'll save us. We'll be back in Jerusalem in no time. But the only one listening to God was Jeremiah. And he kept going back and speaking against the prophets. But it's so easy to say the right things. So easy to use God to back us up in our teachings. 
if we want to know truly if something is from God, we need to measure it on how much love and compassion is in that teaching. Some of the hymns that we sing tonight are about coming just as we are into the presence of God. We're called to be sincere Christians, to be beacons of love, of compassion and mercy in the world. But we can only truly do that by coming before God just as we are. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church. To find out more about what we do, head across to our website www.northernlightsmcc.org.uk